Hi, this is Jason and you are listening to the Slippery Slope. So last year on the 7th of October, I did a podcast and it was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad Predicts Coming Crisis. And in the podcast, I was discussing the Evergrande Collapse, that's the large real estate company in China, and also the coming uh, global supply chain issues. Um, And we were talking about um, whether these were all going to come together to create bigger problems. And and so that was in uh, that was in October of last year. And so on the 10th of January, 2022, another episode that I did is called "Is China Heading for a Financial Collapse?" Because their financial experts have been warning that China is heading for a financial collapse. And I also discussed how Bible prophecy teachers have been teaching that China is not spoken of in end end times prophecy as being a superpower. Which now brings me to an article that I'd like to go through. And I think it's really forecasting where China is, where China is going to. Uh, the article is released on news.com.au finance section and it's titled Bizarre Property Deals Expose China's Looming Risk as Real Estate Crash Escalates. Uh, and it was by the author, authored by Alexis Carey. So the article goes on to say as China's property crisis escalates, attention is turning to a bizarre strategy which involves local governments selling off land to themselves. For years now, China has made headlines for its use of controversial funding tools known as Local Government Financing Vehicles, or LGFVs. So the LGFVs standing for Local Government Financing Vehicles, which rose to prominence after the 2008 financial crisis. And we all remember that, I'm sure. In a nutshell, LGFVs are funding vehicles used by local governments which typically involve investment firms selling bonds in order to finance real estate development or other local infrastructure projects. Okay, sounds reasonable at the moment. It sounds complicated, the article goes on to say, but essentially means local governments are selling off land to themselves in order to free up cash. Well, (laughs) isn't it funny? I mean, what could go wrong? Surely, what could go wrong with this? We need to to free up some cash. And we've got all this land we have to sell off. And we've got no buyers. So here you go. Let's just sell it to ourselves. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? It goes on in the article to say, well, while LGFVs are not a new phenomenon, LGFV property sales have skyrocketed in recent months as China grapples with a real estate crash. Property prices are in decline with sales and construction plummeting, while massive property developers such as Evergrande, which I spoke about last year, have teetered on the brink of collapse for months on end. Those factors mean local governments aren't getting the revenue from property sales they've grown accustomed to, which is where LGVFs come in. 
In fact, LGVFs have now become the biggest buyers of land for development, eclipsing sales from development from developers as more and more are engulfed by debt crisis. <laughs> so LGVFs, which basically means that they're just buying all the property themselves, they're kind of building a Ponzi scheme and using their own, using themselves. That's that's a weird strategy. I, I really, I really can't get wrap my head around the strategy and how it works. But I'll continue on. Obviously, these people are a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> they can build a Ponzi scheme and ruin themselves. Oh God. Anyway, continuing on. But it's a risky strategy with experts growing increasingly concerned by both the volume of LGFEs and the levels of debt being accumulated. While there are no official figures on the total amount of LGFV debt, as it is kept off a government's official balance sheet, (laughs) this is so-called hidden debt, is believed to represent a huge proportion of China's GDP. In 2020, for example, the International Monetary Fund suggested China's LGFV debt was about 39 trillion won, which is approximately 8.68 trillion Australian dollars, while Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated figures is even higher, and it stands at 53 trillion won, which is approximately 11.8 trillion Australian dollars. So the 11.8 trillion dollars is a sum that's more than half of China's GDP. (laughs) So no wonder why they're saying that they could be in trouble. More than half of their GDP is debt. In other words, as scary as the US 300 billion or 422 billion Australian the Evergrande story might be, Xi's government has much bigger problems on its hands. Forbes William Pesek wrote of China's growing LGFV problem last year. According to Bloomberg, the LGFVs have been a looming risk in China's credit market for years. However, the implicit guarantees that local governments would prop up any struggling LGFEs meant that so far, major fallout has been avoided. But the publication, the publication explains that risks are rising. Well, no joke. Now, with LGFEs buying land in record volumes at the same time as prices are crashing, means governments aren't getting the same buck the same bang for their buck as they once did. That's because they're using their right hand to buy the property. <laughs> oh, this, oh. So they're using their right hand to buy the property while telling their left hand that they've got all this money, that they're, they're all good because someone else is buying all the property and that's, that's freeing up all this cash. But it's really only the other side of the same body that's buying the land. That makes no sense. Oh, crikey. Okay, continuing on. With with developers also hitting the pause button on construction projects, there are growing fears that LGFVs could end up with vacant lots of land. (laughs) Meanwhile, the LGFVs are also facing risks of their own as Beijing looks to clamp down on debt that's not on government balance sheets. Bloomberg explains adding that at least five 
State banks have introduced new restrictions on loans to some LGFEs. You can see this is going to go wrong for some individuals. There's going to be some high-ranking high-ranking government officials or these local governments in China are going to be facing the death penalty from the from the federal from the from the the state government. They are going to Oh, you can see this is all going to go wrong. There's going to be some scapegoats here. Mark my words. Continuing on, in late October 2021, the Institute of Advanced Research at the Shanghai University of Finance and Economics revealed that 5.82 trillion won, which is 1.3 billion Australian, LGFV debt would soon mature, meaning local governments could be on borrowed time. At present, many local governments can only continue to roll over their debts by borrowing the new to repay the old. But this is just drinking poison to quench their thirst. No joke. <laughs> They've ended it with, this is just drinking poison to quench their thirst. It's not a long-term solution, the report says. Well talk about pointing out they're flipping obvious <laughs> they're borrowing to repay debt so just borrowing you to repay old debt my goodness so okay so like i said i've already done several podcasts talking about the upcoming the looming financial crisis in in china and i believe that we are seeing the beginning of the end for china we're seeing a financial collapse now, probably the more concerning thing about a financial collapse is I, d I personally don't think that China will just have some massive financial collapse and then will just slowly disappear. I think they'll bring down as many others as they can, which is why for just, just my personal opinion, okay, I've got nothing to back this up, but I, I really think that there's a possibility that China would use Taiwan as a distraction from their financial woes. I mean, they wouldn't be the first country to do that, to use a war to distract everything and everyone else from the things that are really happening back home. Heaven forbid. <laughs> oh, look, China is in trouble, okay? They've got these financial woes, all these, these this property, property, developers the real estate bubble is just collapsing and they're continually doing these um, incursions into Taiwan airspace on a daily basis um, they're starting to beat the the drums of war then you've got Russia over there on the Ukraine border um, it looks like they're they're beating the drums of war as well where are we heading in this world what are we about to see happen I think we're I think 2022 is going to be a very interesting year and I think we are going to see some how would you describe it just some outlandish out, outrageous events playing out before our eyes it's not going to surprise me if we see the complete implosion of China and possibly war between China, America, maybe China, Taiwan, Japan. Who knows what's going to happen? But interesting, very interesting times. As usual, 
This is my opinion. And let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to The Slippery Slope.